0: All right, as we go into the um kind of the, the the easy part before the super meaty part of the season. Um I have to admit I never thought we would see Brian Reverend Brian Harson coach another game against Georgia, but here we are. Um you know, old Tony would have been freaked out over the play the past couple of weeks and realized that chaos over might still be a thing with Brian Harson sticking around because he gets a win on the road against Georgia. New Tony, gotta be honest, we won a championship last year, won't me worry.
1: What's up Georgia football fans? You are listening to episode 322 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. My name is Scott Duvall and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. This is the Auburn versus Georgia preview show and we will get into everything uh, and all the fires that are going on with Auburn. And, I mean, some of the small little fires that seem to be going on with Georgia after the past two weeks. But I digress. Here is episode 322, and here's Will to get it all started.
2: Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I just got back from St. Louis. What did happen on Saturday? <laughs> Why did I... So what, did what had happened? while I have done this. It was fun, I will say. Uh, we had uh, we had we had the uh, club tickets. My sister went with my dad and I at Bush Stadium on St. Louis. We saw some Georgia fans, by the way, around really? the park on Friday. Good, which I thought was pretty cool. I got some go dogs uh, for people at Bush Stadium on Friday because obviously they were there to go to the game on Saturday night, uh, and um, so, but we were, I was in the fancy club. So, I was, uh, I, if you want to know how serious. Uh, Cardinal fans are about Missouri football. There were six televisions on in the club. None of them had the Georgia Missouri <laughs> game are you on. <laughs> there was the there was that Auburn game. There was the Auburn game. Uh see there's a Clemson game. There was that dumb dum dumb numb nuts. Here's eight guys in, in tank tops screaming at the TV. Telecast. Um that's the that's the McPhee thing they did. Oh. Eight guys in tank tops screaming at the television. That's what I'm calling that broadcast. Um
1: why do you call it that, Will?
0: Because
2: it's oh. eight guys that tell it. My, top noise, screaming at the my noise
1: cancelling headphones, I didn't hear what you were saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, I still like them. Yeah. Uh,
2: okay. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if, Yes, fine. Whatever. <laughs> if fine. he provides energy, he also provides energy, farting in a room and slamming the door. <laughs> that also provides energy. Um, anyway, we're not going to get off on that again. Wow,
1: um, we'll wait till Saturday and I'll tweet out it again. How <laughs> I like him, and then half the people will say you're crazy, you're dumb, and then yeah. half people. Will say, I didn't no, say you were dumb. No, you, I just, your, your tweet in response was actually correct. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. It's uh, armpit noise. Yeah, yep, and uh, making <laughs> content. He's making content. He, the, that's exactly what he's doing. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. Uh, the point is that, like, that's how much they cared about the George <laughs> yeah. Missouri game. That no, I literally had to stream it on my phone uh, while I was in the club. Uh, I, I the can't game.
1: wait to hear what your emotions were. Watching it while you're sitting at a at a baseball the game with the
2: Cardinals were up thirteen to three, so right, it was, it, yeah. was like, it was not like it's not like my attention. And the Cardinals, of course, have already quen- already clinched the division. And Pool said already been pulled from the game. Like okay. it was not like you. I was able to put pretty much my full attention on the end of the game. Um, you were more worried about what beer was left at the
0: in the <laughs> yeah.
2: Basically, just in time for the fourth quarter to happen. It yeah. was really when I got to really kind of really mm-hmm. concentrate on it. So I'm well, so, yeah. okay, well, so upset yeah. about. It. Well, yeah, what's everybody so upset about. They just they totally the dominated them. Um. You know, I think that um. What I found amusing those, you were, because the game wasn't on there and there were people grousing about it um, that, that the game wasn't on that there were people like Mizzou Hats that were checking the game on their phone and to a person they were all like, they all had the exact same, uh oh, Let's see how we lose this one. Let's see how we like. There was no like you'd see like some excited like you get like people are excited they want to see their team do well, but there was definitely not a oh yeah dogs eat it it's coming. Everybody knew what was happening, and I would argue that maybe having once you kind of go back and and watch the game and and read about what it happened, I think that that. Um, was perhaps more confidence in uh, in Georgia and less in Missouri than maybe they should have had because I think that that Georgia had to play like Georgia had to be incredible in that fourth quarter like mm-hmm. they were incredible in that fourth quarter but they had to be I, I tell you after their kicker hit that ninety four yard field yeah. goal come on you were nervous how could you not I, be a absolutely. little nervous yeah, I it kept
1: going. Yeah, it was like it's like what's he gonna
2: 10. do next? Um, the thicker kicker. That's yeah, what I saw kicker. that people. were <laughs> uh, I mean, the same guy that missed a chip shot the right week before against yeah. Auburn, right? So and he became bionic, and that field goal was the first one yep. that we were like. Uh, they might actually lose. Sk- I still did not think they were going to, for what mm-hmm. it's worth. But that was the first time we thought this could this could be South Carolina. This, this could be that yeah. game where this doesn't this doesn't go down. And but they played a, basically a perfect fourth quarter. And uh and and I'm, I'm glad you brought up yeah. that South Carolina game because I was thinking, when's the last
0: time Georgia has looked like they have fiddle farted around with a Clearly inferior Mm-mm. team, and I kept coming back to the South Carolina yeah. game, and they lost a game, right? They never figured out a way to win it. They yeah. never figured out how to go out their own way. Um, I, you know, I, I'm sure we will, over the rest of this podcast, talk a little bit about some of the stuff, but it looked like Georgia a team knew how to win and figured it out right? Um, I am, uh, you know, games are only four quarters. It'd been five quarters short wins that game by 20 points.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, agree. And, uh, you know, I, or, but frankly, for, I think they, I, if they have South Carolina game, maybe they won that game by 10 points. Oh, point I don't point. know. I think, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I
0: mean, good a good yeah. Um But, I, you know, that, I
2: definitely agree with that, but but for the record, if the game were three quarters, they would have lost. They would, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I agree. <laughs> so. I agree. I'm
0: glad you, but I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I think one of the things, um, I, I mentioned it Sunday and I, I stand by this. All of the defensive, ninety-five percent of the defensive stuff, which is young players doing young player stuff, right? Whether that be the um, the Starks, um, the Starks uh, kind of blowing a coverage, or Stark uh, um, wasn't Starks, um, Tyke Smith and whoever it was that let the the tight end slip through on the it wasn't really a wheel route. It was just like, he just, it was almost like a slip screen where they fake the pass to the flats and both of them been on that. Oh, for the touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I thought that ball was going to be overthrown by like a, an inch because he tipped it once. And, it ugh.
0: was not. Um, you know, probably the most disappointing thing was the Keeley Ringo pass interception, Clearly, the pass interception. Uh, i mean, a pass interference where, uh, where Georgetown stopped, right? The, the ball is thrown out of balance. He just grabbed him. I mean, it's, a surprising play from somebody that's an all-american cornerback uh but that was the kind of night it was um i uh offensively i i suspect and we'll talk about this when we talk about auburn in a minute i suspect we'll see less zone blocking and more big boy blocking and the way i say the reason i say that is you just go hat on hat and push people
1: um because i I mean did they and you're you're more of a x's and o's than i am did they were they running like cover zero, cover one the entire game yes, with they the did. full blitz. They did.
0: They did. They brought um you have to give Missouri credit. Missouri hit in the
1: box at times.
0: Yeah, Missouri decided that we're not going to stop Georgia if we let and Bennett have plenty of time. Our best option is to disrupt run lanes and make him throw the ball poorly. Um I will tell you the most concerning thing is I I worry, I worry if, if teams have seen something. In our offense, that they feel like is exploitable to make Georgia's offense look stagnant, um, uh, put let's uh, uh, say, uh, put put a hitch its giddy up. Yeah, put, put a in up. That's exactly right. That's not to say that you know Todd Munkin is a really, really highly paid and smart offensive coordinator. Uh, Mike Bobo, for that matter, is a really highly, well, not highly paid, but very smart uh, offensive it's analyst. Still, okay. um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna call our say spending line. Oh, <laughs> Auburn's paying him, guys. <laughs> Yay. Um,
2: That's the trick, man. Just get paid from three different. Yeah, sports.
0: right. Um, so I, I worry that there are some things that are exploitable when Georgia has the ball. I think all lot of defensive defensive stuff. Um, I think defensive stuff is young guys. Yeah. Guys are still learning. Guys not quite where. Look, I think I mentioned it on the. Um, I think I mentioned it on the podcast. I think we are exactly at the place that I thought we would be at with this defense, but we didn't see it early um and now we're seeing it young young players new guys learning positions um and i think that has manifests itself in giving up a, some big plays right i i i didn't do the count but i would bet 75 percent of their yards were on five plays on um, the long run the long uh the two long passes um uh, gosh, there was another run early in the third quarter, right? And all of those were, and the rest of the time, like uh, they were feast or famine. They were either going three and out, or they were going to drive. Um, they were going to drive, except for the the fumble that was recovered right. inside thirty five. They were going to drive, uh, you know, forty yards and kick a seventy seven yard field goal, right? Those were the two options. Right. Um, the efficiency numbers heavily favored Georgia. Georgia was at ninety, like four percent. Uh, winner of this game, the the like the on um, Conley stats were yeah. like a eleven point win. Um, so having said all of that, you don't want to wind up on the wrong side. Of one of these to be one of those games where and you they lose. very
2: could very easily could. Happen. Oh yeah, no, I think I mean, this could close. have like like those numbers that you're quoting could have totally been the um oh, man this we they, sure they, they, have were, the they were they were eighty nine percent efficiency to win this game and they just didn't turn yep. out Agreed. Absolutely could have happened okay.
0: that way, but. I mean, but that gets me the other thing. It's like I don't see anything there that is structural that isn't correctable. Just really, can they correct it? Um,
2: but, by the way, news alert for uh, for news that the rest of you already already know. Congratulations to Aaron Judge, who now is in seventh place all time in single season home runs. Congratulations. Thank you,
0: Will. Our, our long national nightmare. Our long are. national
2: He is now in seventh place. Congrats. No longer tied for eighth, yeah. he is now seventh. Congratulations to Aaron Judge for being seventh as an, on the all-time single-season home As a side, outfielder
0: for the Kansas City Royals where this big a deal been made. And, uh, absolutely. I mean, listen, it's cool.
2: No, no, no. It's but definitely cool. But breaking no, in that, national college that.
0: football games for a Kansas City outfielder. Listen,
2: I, I find myself less annoyed by that because like baseball fans have had their games been preempted by <laughs> football forever. <laughs> no, so, no, like, no. at a certain level, I'm glad it's finally on the other foot. But I would say that... Uh, I understand the frustration with that, of course, but I agree with you that it, the fact that it's in New York makes it, it, it is making people a much bigger deal deal of it, okay. and people just want to be mad. And so that's a, that's
1: yeah. A, if they're going to break in for something, they should have been breaking in for Albert Pujols' 700th home run. I mean, or I mean, s- first. that was more significant. Seconds.
2: That makes him fourth. All-time. Yeah. That's not higher than, than seventh. Seventh all-time. Yeah. Like so, I mean, I just... And hey, if you want to play that other game, he's third all-time. Yeah. Or second all-time. Right.
0: Is, uh, is he coming back to try to catch Aaron? He's no. not
2: coming back to try to catch A. Don't worry about that. Offense. He's not going Yeah. To I'm, well, I'm really I'm sorry, glad... i I'm
1: really glad that you've written about it. I'm really glad that it just seems... Here's the thing. I explained on Twitter that I... My whole... 90s that I spent in early 2000s was pulling against Barry Bonds because he played for the Pirates and they were good back then in the early 90s. He played for the Giants and they were they were thwarting the Braves. I never ever rooted for Barry Bonds and I was so disappointed when he broke Hank Aaron's home run record, despite you know all the rumors, innuendo. Whatever. And he literally never, has never, never failed a test. Been, yeah. It's he's never
0: the test. Oh, the and smooth then, and the cream? No, the cream and the yeah. clear? And then, I mean, whatever. don't be wrong.
2: It's pretty obvious he's putting Cal sure. in in like, his brain. Sure. But, but like... Also, but Also, I have no proof that Aaron Judge isn't taking anything either, for what it's worth. But the like, thing is,
1: is like, <laughs> if he was not allowed to have that record, if, if MLB would have pulled it away, I would be celebrating Aaron Judge either tying or breaking yeah. Roger Merritt or the home run record. And if they would have excluded Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, yeah. but guess what? MLB he recognizes. <laughs> Those records, and yeah. so
2: that's how Listen, I kinda, sorry. Like, also, Reggie Bush has won the Heisman and USA won the national championship. These things yeah. happened, right? Yeah. Like, this, this yeah. is my general erasure of I history, mean, sort of thing. Okay, like, but my thing well,
0: on this is Mickey Mantle basically played five seasons on a bum knee, taking amphetamines, so yeah, and
2: and like being drunk halfway through every game, hey,
0: hey, hey, hey and yeah. which is uh, fine, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you do you,
0: but that cuts the other way, that's um, more impressive.
2: So, okay, so getting back to actual football, okay. um, uh, with sorry for that interjection, um, I would say. And I think that's the telling. I'm curious what you guys think because you, you you kind of did a good contrast there, Tony, of the idea. Listen, the defensive issues appears to be that they are younger and maybe a little immature. That's kind of what Seth Emerson kind of touched on in his piece a little bit in the press conference right before we started taping. Uh, they noted that they will not be doing pregame walkthroughs uh, uh, near the other, the other sideline. I'm glad you brought that because that was maddening. But like at a certain level, like it feels, I don't know, I feel like… Like the, the 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 walkthrough isn't the problem; it's getting in the fight. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> hey, post game, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, dude. Yeah,
0: you won by four points on the road. The get, team. Yeah, yeah.
2: You should have beaten by at least fourteen. Yeah. Walk off. Yeah, and I think that's right. And and so so I think so. It's something to be said. So there's basically two. If you look at this as an offense, there's basically three things that we can look at as problems from the game and things to worry about. Um, one is the mistakes, mm-hmm. just the general vague mistakes as a, as a draws passes, yeah. um, uh, fumbles on. Um, you could actually even want, you can put red zone in there, though I'd probably put that in the offensive bag. The second is the youngness of the defense and kind of the immaturity of the defense, though it's obviously still very talented. And three is, have they figured something out about the offense? I feel like hitching the giddy-up is actually the right way to put it because it doesn't mean that they're stopping the offense or the offense is suddenly less talented. It's that they're all, like, we saw how perfect, like, what we say so much about, like, oh, man, those first 15 plays are gorgeous. He's got this thing in pace. He's got this thing going. How beautiful it looked against Oregon. How beautiful it looked, uh, looked across the board but something's getting in the ointment. Something is kind of messing with that. And the question is, A, can they get smoothed out? And B, if they can't get it smoothed out, if someone's figured out a way just to mess with them for Missouri, it was just getting pressure up the middle. If you, uh, if you can figure out if, if that's something they figured out, what's plan B? And I think that's the question. And listen, but there's also a theory that like, this is the Ty Hildebrandt theory on the solid verbal. George is bored. (laughs) <laughs> that 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 I and I don't buy that because this is not last year's team, mm-hmm. and and the, certainly the defense does not look bored. The defense looks the opposite of bored. It pr- could probably stand to be a little bit more bored. The offense, I I'll put it this way: when you look at the two, uh, look, look at the way it, it kind of stands right now, it feels like the defense, the problems are seem solvable by the way that these things generally get solved. People get older. They get more reps. They get a scare. It's not like the talent went away or like the schemes are messed up. Like it feels like the defense is young, figuring itself out, I think someone joked that, like, wow, it turns out that, that when you lose six first round picks, the defense does not actually get just as good as it was before. It's still, they're still reloading. The talent's still all there, but they gotta have reps. They gotta figure this stuff out. It feels like the defense will get better as the year goes along, which for the record is what we were saying even before this step back against Kent State and and Missouri. We were like, listen, the offense is doing so great that it's gonna buy time for the defense to figure it out. I think that's still true offense to me is a thing that's really different. The offense is, that's what's changed in these last two games that we were, listen, we were a little concerned about the, even against Oregon, we were a little bit concerned about the defense. The offense was the thing that was rolling. The offense was supposed to buy time for the defense to get there. And now the offense until the fourth quarter, when it finally kind of got going again, the offense, it's not that like Stetson can't throw anymore. He's figured he can't do anymore with all the talents gone, but something about the way that Munkin had that offense going is getting mucked up somehow by the defense. I don't think it's like, I don't think that it, that it doesn't care or is bored. I think it is that something is the, the smooth, the, the tempo and pattern of that offense has gotten disrupted. So the question is, can they get that back? And if they can't get it back, do they have another plan?
1: I think it's, I think it's two guys. I think that you look at the loss of James Cook and Zamir White, because Kenny McIntosh and Kendall Milton were the three and the four, and Edwards was five last year, and now you didn't really bring in an all-world running back to replace a, even just two guys. You know, you know, um, is it Robinson? I think is the freshman yeah, that's Robinson. been running. He's fine, but you know, you're putting a lot. I mean, McIntosh is good, Milton's good, but they're not at the level that Zeus and uh, Cook were. I mean, Cook was so dynamic; it was almost like Tyson Browning times four back when Tyson Browning was uh, kind of the scat back and, um, you know, the guy that could get uh, the wheel routes out of the, the backfield. But I think if, if, you know, just in my untrained eyes, I guess you could say, I would say that the loss of Zeus and Cook are being felt right now, you know, as you kind of get to the the second quarter of the season.
0: Yeah. And not, not just the loss of Zeus and Cook, it's, it has more to do with what they add to your offense, right? Because they both Cook especially you talked about the dynamism he had uh, as a, a pass catcher. Um, the other part about it is that you could count on both of those guys on um, pass protection and pass protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I you know talking about the blocking, I, I started out talking about blocking scheme a little bit. Um, there's plenty of stuff, and I, I didn't. This is not. I mean, it's something I noticed, but I didn't put it in these words. But I did notice that we stopped. I think I called it fancy blocking. Uh, during the game started hat on hat. What I mean is, is like Georgia clearly had his own blocking scheme early and switched over to uh, a man-on-man or gap, however you want to call that, um, and it worked, right? That's when we started running the ball. And I don't know whether it is the younger uh, offensive linemen, which is not quite right because a lot of those guys had plenty of experience last year. I don't know whether Stacey Searles, uh <laughs> It, the way he teaches, maybe we're missing Matt Luke a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but it was clear that Georgia blocked, starting uh, with their last drive in the third quarter and all through the fourth quarter, blocked much better, particularly in on run plays. Um, the other thing is uh, they basically have uh, – teams have basically decided, you know what? We don't think you're going to go deep on this. They've decided that. Mm-hmm. And they're not wrong. Uh, I don't know whether that that first long pass play or the the interception against Kent State, whatever it was, but we we really didn't try to stretch of the field, and part of that could have been that like, you know Stetson didn't have time, right? Yeah, and Monk is yeah, like, yeah, eh, they're going to bring eight guys. We yeah. probably shouldn't try to stretch of the field. Um, the very good news is we've seen proof that they, that the offense can be dynamic. It's the really the trick is figuring out what you have to do to be dynamic. Um, Seguing into Auburn, um, it is. Uh, they are going to be playing a, a little bit of a defensive uh, front alignment. Uh, they're switching to a four-two-five and going to nickel in their base. Um, they're, one of their starting defensive linemen, uh, Iku Latoa, um, is out with an injury, uh, which means they're going to, to only have really one guy uh, as an edge rusher. Uh, and in me at nickel. I don't. I don't know that that means a whole lot other than uh, you might have someone who is lined up a little further off the line quicker, but also a, a smaller body that's going to be rushing the quarterback. If, um, gosh, I don't even know who the defensive coordinator is over at Auburn anymore. Uh, he, yeah. he brought in all these these Boise State guys. <laughs> um, uh, Did you say Derek Mason. Yeah, it's not Derek yeah. Mason. Derek mm-hmm. Mason's uh, and, and probably about to win a Big 12 title out of Oklahoma State. Um, but... Um, Unless that's the wide receiver.
1: It might be the wide receiver. It's
0: impossible to tell. Um, so, you know, I think that... I don't know if that changes anything for what Monkin wants to do. I'm afraid to say a first name anymore. Uh, <laughs> what Monkin wants to do. Uh, but it does, in my mind, uh, open up some possibilities because you have... Uh, anytime you switch up your offensive... I'm sorry, your defensive scheme mid-season, there are potentially some growing pains there. Especially when you take beef off the line... And Georgia showed that uh, when they go hat on hat on the blocking scheme, they're able to move people. Um, and Auburn has already shown that they're not not great at run blocking though so.
1: They're also not great at holding a twenty one or a seventeen nothing lead. Yeah, I think the
0: best thing for Georgia to happen is to start to go down fifteen points to <laughs> right? I mean, they've they've dropped two seventeen point
2: leads. Um, I mean, listen, if Auburn would have won last week, they they've only got that one loss to Pitt to an undefeated right. Penn State, right? I, yeah. mean, I, mean, they, I mean, there's been this presumption that Harson's been fired ever since that game. But if they had not blown that lead, they would be still undefeated since that game. Yeah,
1: I think it was AJ McCarron on on a podcast or radio saying that he had heard from inside sources that Harson was told that he's done already, but he's just going to have to finish out the season.
3: <laughs> okay, All
1: I think right.
2: and and hey, oh. so everybody come to Auburn. What a fun job! <laughs>
1: for, for what it's worth, AJ McCarron and Jake Fromm were trying out for the Giants' quarterback position today.
3: Huh. Because, the Giants uh, or the, Miami? the
1: New York football Giants. Well,
0: Jake Fromm's already started games there. Yeah. So Daniel Jones and so uh, Tyrod
1: Taylor are mm-hmm. injured and they've got to go to London. So they were holding tryouts today <laughs> to see which quarterback would Gets be joining Free trip to London. Free trip to London. London. Trip yeah.
2: To London. Um, yeah, but I think that's the thing is it's just weird. Like, just, I, what a crazy job, Bob. Like, they don't even wait for you to lose. Yeah. I uh, don't want to get you out of there, which is really kind of wild. Speaking of not waiting to lose, Paul Chris. Yeah, um. yeah, we're, we're gonna have, we're gonna we're gonna have our Illinois moment. Don't worry, we, we don't need to get ahead of ourselves But He got burdened. He, um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, and I'm curious. Uh, you know, when it comes to this game, I mean, if you watch the Missouri Auburn game, these teams are not in Auburn and Missouri are not inherently dramatically different, right? Sure. Like, like, like the, you can argue with the quarterback here, but like the way that game went, listen, if Missouri can do that to Georgia, Auburn can do that to Georgia. I don't think Auburn is going to do that to Georgia, but I don't think Missouri is going to do that to Georgia. The point is, is that like Georgia clearly was in a situation where they were not... Like If the changes that you need to see after the performance they had against Missouri, one would think that you'd have a perfect scenario, Auburn and Vanderbilt would be the perfect two games to be able to have next to be able to deal with that. Who do we
3: play
0: after,
2: after Auburn? Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But of course, you also said before last week, boy. You know, they didn't look great against Kent State. So fortunately, they've got Missouri, mm-hmm. Auburn, and Vanderbilt coming up. But we saw what just happened with Missouri. The question that I think, listen, we spent. I I feel like every single time that Georgia doesn't even so much as has, so much has an incomplete pass. There's a little part of me that feels responsible by us doing the whole. Let's just face it, guys. I agree. Let's just face it, guys. Come on, like we can pretend there's something to be worried about, but come on, these games are impossible to even preview. So I, you know, I, I, I mean, there's stuff to be worried about now. Yeah, there's definitely stuff to be worried about now. But I mean, I think that like now. You start asking questions about this. Like, clearly, like they're not as good as last year's team. That that is now settled. But at a certain level, you start asking, okay, so is there something wrong? And if so, it can it be fixed? And can it be fixed? And I think these are the games where you start seeing. I think Georgia's is going to win both of these games. The question is, is, how they win both of these games? If they if they have if they are wobbly against Auburn and beat Vanderbilt by 10 or 14 and it just kind of feels like, like it feels like they need to impress them. like what are we thinking about the South Carolina game right they came out like a house of fire in that game you're like alright they responded how did they start this game how, how do they look in this game against a rival at 3.30 uh, with with a crowd that's going to be hot you'd like to see like if, if they're going to get corrected and or at least get it if not entirely corrected start Listen, November's tough, man. November's a tough schedule. And it's a tougher schedule when you just barely beat Missouri. And the schedule starts looking like, if you could just barely beat Missouri, what is a gimme anymore? And I think Georgia should, will be, and should be pretty well favored in all of these games. But they will, they were, and should have been very favored in Missouri. And they almost lost that game. The question is how they respond. If If they mm-hmm. wobble against Auburn, I think that's something else we're learning about this team. We're learning more stuff about them each week ever since those first two games. And I would argue this is a week where you might learn more about them than you have any other week leading up to this point. Because that, like, you can like be like, you know, it was Kent State. You can't really get to it. Like, they got a good coach. They came out ready to play. Georgia's got stuff they need to work on. You can't, like, Georgia almost lost this game. <laughs> yeah. Like Georgia seriously almost lost that game. If that doesn't work as a wake up call, then I think you do have a problem. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I thought Kirby handled it well in game. I mean, every time the, the camera panned panned to him, he was not having a rage stroke circuit two thousand sixteen. Um, you know, in fact I think he didn't I look texted surprised that to y'all. Yeah, to no, he didn't he didn't look surprised. And we said something, right? I yeah. thought I thought yeah. that his comments at the end of the game were very measured. And you know, maybe it's it's a little bit different. You know, it's a little you know, really, I mean, as much as Saban will go off the fly off the handle at the press, you don't really see him fly off the handle that much at the players, and perhaps some of that, you know, conditioning. Just is just ingrained in Kirby. And I thought I got to hand it to him because whereas everybody else is freaking out, you know, the people I'm watching it with, you know, Twitter, he was very measured. And I think that that helped calm the team down. And that's why they were successful. He even talked
2: about that. He talked about the idea like these guys are super young and like there's a lot of maturing they have to do and he didn't say if I go up and scream I'm going to lose him but there was an implication kind of what he's talking about the idea like I have to treat this team Mm -hmm. a little bit differently and there's kind of a hint at that a little bit I thought was kind of interesting and and speaks to probably stuff going on that we probably don't know about
0: Yeah. well that's why I didn't rage Um, I Mm alluded to the cold open like I, I, I it's it's interesting I uh I was concerned about the game. Um, I think probably the long field goals when I thought, "Hey, we might lose this game, or could lose this game." Not going to, could lose this game. But I also spent a lot of time uh, between the start of halftime when I um, encouraged some people. It was, it was probably we were we were we were done having social time and time to have football time. <laughs> um, and the start of the fourth quarter when I was like, "Eh, we won a championship last year. Okay, yeah. that's fine." championship last year um but the reality is it's like i mean maybe this points to why what what you're talking about there's something going on there's different teams like you know they've already had a team meeting you know Mm -hmm. they we had to talk about some stuff frankly beefing with missouri players in the end zone pregame is not a good look Mm -hmm. uh it's a worse look beefing with them after the game um, there is probably a level of maturity that is is lacking in the team, and whether this maturity because the leadership's different, maturity because the team's different, uh, like maturity because some of the team leaders are less vocal. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's harder to say, uh, but that also gets back to the fixable stuff, and because we've seen we've seen teams look immature, and not just Georgia teams, like you know Alabama. What year was it? Uh Alabama was the twelve. Twelve Alabama they they looked, you know, they kind of looked
2: rough. They had some close games and then I mean remember the game the year that Georgia beat Auburn in the SEC championship game. Oh yeah, that does yeah. had the, uh, Alabama completely melted down in that yeah, game against yeah, Auburn. They melted down, that's right. Yeah. And they, they came they came close to losing
0: Mississippi that year. Uh, look I'm gonna go ahead and say this just so we're all clear about it. There's altogether a possibility where George loses a game, it still plays in the SEC Championship and wins national. Alabama has done it multiple times, right? Um, there's also – like, I mean, a good analogy is Braves Twitter last night was a little bit of shambles because they lost 4 nothing to the Mets. <laughs> a 100-win team who just swept the Mets to take a, a commanding lead in the division with three games left, and people are like, this team sucks. Ooh. Dude, they – Come on, it's a, you know, one, look, one game doesn't a trend make two games. You want to be concerned, but there's also a world where Georgia continues to look this way. And still struggle, wins their games, and goes mm-hmm. in SEC Championship. And it'll be freaking fine. It'll be fine. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Because, like, last year, Alabama was that team. Yeah. Alabama's team's like, well, we don't know about Alabama, mm-hmm. SEC Championship. Really, they lost that yeah. game. And, and they, don't read, I, I, and, I, don't,
2: I don't know if I'm not supposed they to say this played, out loud, but they actually really had a pretty good chance of winning the National Championship They, game. They played <laughs> in the National Championship And, game. and they, they had a chance to win that game. And look, look, if,
0: if Georgia goes to Los Angeles and loses the National Championship game, that will suck. Mm-hmm. But. It still found money.
2: I agree. And, and I think that, like, listen, again, we have to take our own responsibility for this because it was just a couple of weeks. And we're like, yeah, how? Again, we were previewing a South Carolina game that was not closed. And by we the were way. correct. Yeah. So <laughs> I, at a certain level. But I do think that, you know, what the overarching point of that conversation was, and I think there's one that I think still holds, which is the storyline is more Georgia against itself or Georgia against its expectations than it is Georgia against South Carolina or Georgia against Missouri or even Georgia against Auburn. And I think that's... Now, that there are teams that it won't be like that. I don't think Tennessee's going to be like that. I don't think Kentucky's going to be like that. I don't think Mississippi State's going to be like that. And certainly, if they get the SEC championship game, then that, it won't be like that. But I think for teams that they have this much... Like, no one... Like, Missouri played tough and they played hard and they were that game was a lot closer and was scarier than anyone could have thought there is no one that looked at that game even if you watched it and thought wow missouri is so much better than georgia they're just so much more talented With georgia, wow, georgia and that's all lucky. there is to it yeah like that's not what like that that to me speaks to what really is the thing we're talking about which is it's georgia against itself yeah. it's georgia against not just georgia against itself but georgia against what happened last year, last year's team, the expectations, their expectations, their recruiting level against their experience. All of those things, unless I think that's what the coaching staff is dealing with on a regular basis, and I think that's what they have to figure out. But the idea that, like, no one watched that. Missouri fans certainly won't watch that thing being like, at last we've ascended to or the level of talent that we've known we've had all along. That game was close, not because at Missouri was so awesome, Though they played very well and took advantage of opportunities and were had an aggressive game plan, they no one watched that game and thought, "Oh, Missouri is so much more talented than Georgia." Uh, this is this is reality asserting itself. That's what this is about, and that's why I think it's okay to have these conversations that are less about what Missouri did against Georgia than it is how Georgia, the team that obviously has more talent, how they play and how they how they kind of mature as the season goes along.
1: I think it might have had something to do with the tweet that Chase Daniels uh, sent out saying he'd buy everybody's bargain. <laughs> Tab for two at, hours at Harpo's, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, Harpo's, by the way. Um, Harpo's, Harpo's is nice. it's, Harpo's. It's a, it's a cool place, yeah, yeah. It's a cool place. Columbia, I've said before, Columbus is an awesome college town, man. I almost ended up there, so yeah. you don't have to tell me. Um, I do have a, uh, a practice noise update from Tiffany, <laughs> uh, who, whose office is right there. Mm-hmm. She said this week has been quieter than she expected, yeah. although, um, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, uh. Uh, Pop. Uh, Dumas Johnson is the new uh, Richard Lecont. Uh Take that for what it's worth.
2: Yes. Um, but, so, but yeah, so, any, any any Auburn things that we need to... Well, like, I mean,
0: look, I, I you know, I talked about the defense. Is there a
2: universe yeah. where, where Georgia destroys them and Harsley gets fired next week? Yes. Saturday. Uh, Sunday, Saturday night yeah. after the game.
0: Um yeah, no, they're they're changing their defense up. Uh, Jeff Schmetting is their defensive coordinator, by the way. Schmetting? Yeah. Uh, Schmetting, Zach, ball. Zach Calzada, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm, I've kind of ruined bur- bur- uh, the lead there. Uh, Latoa is not, uh, Leota is not the only one that's having surgery. Zach Calzada is having surgery. He is out. Uh, Robbie Ashford, who I think owns a chain of Honda dealerships in North Carolina, <laughs> uh, Robbie Ashford Honda. Stop by Morehead City <laughs> and see them. Uh, I think he is. He's going to play quarterback. Um, I, I think they have demoted T.J. Finley to fifth team. Um, so I, I, it's the team in the and uh, <laughs> They really are. I mean, they they, they snuck up and and have won two games in a row that they really had no business <laughs> winning.
3: Um, well, they just,
1: they've not won. The, they could have played in LSU. They they lost to LSU.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. take that back. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. They were, but they, they, they had a up. chance to win the game. They, they stuck it. up and won yeah. a Missouri game, and then Correct. lost lost a game they had no business losing. I take that back.
1: Do you think had they lost that Missouri game that we'd be playing at 3:30? If Georgia lost Missouri, no. No, if Auburn had because yeah. then they set the time that Monday afterwards.
0: No, they they set the the this game set after. Um. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way Georgia plays Auburn. And, well, I don't know. Yes, I think they would have. They would have because uh, this is CBS's uh, doubleheader, three thirty, eight okay. 8 o'clock, and they wanted to highlight teams one and you, two. You, and made that, said,
1: you made that prediction that they want to have the number one and number two team. We, well, it's and, and they are. They are. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, look, everybody's freaked out about—well, I don't know everybody's freaked out, but if you're freaked out, Georgia's only two points behind Alabama. Right. right. They didn't fall as far as
2: I thought. I mean, they got more first-place votes than Alabama. They
0: got more first-place votes. I thought they would fall further. I thought they would have much fewer first-place votes, um, which, guys— I know you know this, but rankings only matter in the college football playoff the
2: Sunday after SEC championship, okay? It is a bizarre sort of psychology, though, when you think about it. They had more number one votes but were finished second, which means a lot of people put them fourth.
0: Third or or fourth, yeah. There were, yeah, yeah, there's there's some places. Poll Tracker has, there were like Five voters that put them fourth, seven that put them third. Yeah. Um, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, whatever, whatever. I think you can. Argue whatever. With that. <laughs> uh, fourth, fourth is a little bit. <laughs> Although, if you yeah, want to put means Clemson, that means you're putting Clemson ahead of them, right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, three. I just yeah, you know, I don't see it either. I agree. Um, it, you know, I it would take it would take Auburn pulling all the right levers the way Missouri did um, when they're on defense uh, for for four quarters, not just three. Uh, for this game to be something uh that we we would be super nervous about. I'm not saying that can't happen. And in yeah. fact I, I'm I'm probably tempering my expectation on on, on this the gap in the score based until I see more. Mm-hmm. Right. But um yeah, I look I don't I don't see us I don't see us being bad enough to for harsh to get fired, but we could. Yeah I don't know.
1: It'd be like the ghost of Grayson Lambert. Getting uh-huh. a
2: coach fired.
0: You will never, never not get me happy to hear, talking about Grayson Lambert getting Steve
1: Spurrier fired.
2: Good Love it him. so Good much. For Good for him. Something right. for him has put forever.
1: So y'all want some trivia? We have
2: actual, like, tri- Oh, you're about to I, say something. The problem is, that I was actually, before we get into the trivia, yeah. Yeah. I, I, get, I mentioned this last week, I'm very cold. I was going to ask right how now. your kids'
0: shirts are doing. My right?
2: kids are fine, but I'm personally very cold because I... I the, the, th- the thing that kind of happened, and I forgot to mention this at the end of this week, and you guys have had great poker faces, is I've been shirtless this entire podcast. I have not <laughs> been wearing anything. I thought you were wearing a hair it is, sweater. It is, it is to your credit that you guys have been able to continue this Socratic debate about Georgia-Auburn football uh, while uh, looking at my nipples, which is uh, an impressive thing to be able to pull off. So is there any way—because in retrospect, it is getting— It is getting chillier. It is getting a little chilly. I Uh,
1: thought you were serious. I wasn't catching your drift. I had opened a window, and I thought you literally (laughs) never—
2: I'm
0: cold. That's why I asked you not to open the window. Well, Scott, why don't you tell him how uh, recently benched Michigan State quarterback Chad Kelly can help us well, out. Well, uh,
1: Chase is... is Chase a,
0: Kelly,
2: not Chad Kelly. That's <laughs> an actual person. <laughs> he, I mean, Chase Kelly is also an actual person. No, but uh, We don't know that. <laughs> I guess that's a, that could be... Is, is he like an AI-generated uh, character that you have uh, put together? bot He's teacher bot
1: <laughs> Chase Kelly is, uh, is a genius. He, he texted me on Friday. He was like, Scott... Do you have any photos of you or your boys in a Navy shirt? And I was like, yeah, yeah I can find that. I'd, you know, type uh, literally Google AI. I can type in Navy. So anyway, I, I sent him a shirt of, uh, of Jack from Spring Break. And it was a, it's a really artistic shot. So anyway, it was, he was wearing a champion shirt and he was like, we've got some new hoodies, some Braves hoodies that I've got to talk about. So anyway, here's the photo. On seven six apparel, oh my God,
0: I thought you meant like a navy the the like, like the you team? know the midshipman no 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 no, no. navy
1: color, color. Okay. so that
0: looks really good too
1: that if, you,
0: if I saw that if, actually on, on yours and their instagram if you go so. to
1: seven six apparel on Instagram and it 's at seven six apparel you 'll see my son, my oldest son Jack, wearing basically the exact replica of the Georgia top hoodie that they 're selling in navy um, over for the Atlanta collection see and that 's how it 's done if you can switch between golf to Athens to Atlanta and they have these collections of, of shirts and they have some new ones because the Braves are in the playoffs. You got the Choptober. and I mean, of course, Jennifer, uh, my wife wants the Dan's Bay shirt, <laughs> BAE instead of Dansby. But, um, you know, they, they've replenished their supply with uh, some new uh, wearables uh, from short sleeves to now that it is getting the sweater weather, but they've got some hoodies. And then, of course, they've got some new Georgia apparel. They've got a really cool Athens quarterback club crew neck um, with a vintage-looking bulldog. And then instead of the SEC, uh, they call it their Sikkim shirt. It's called, it's just, instead of the SEC logo, it's just S-I-C. Yeah, I get it. Sick. I get it. Um, but they, I mean, they that sounds ju- like it would keep me warm. The other thing that would keep you warm, especially since it's going to be about seventy-five degrees to eighty degrees on Saturday, if you ordered the uh, James Brown Junkyard Dog thing mm. T-shirt that they've just got going. Uh, it's when James Brown performed yeah. at uh, Sanford Stadium. Uh,
0: go to the 76 e s c v e n s i x dot com. If you uh, if you get done ordering, go enter code W S L S for free shipping.
2: Yeah, that's
0: what you do. That's what you do save It's a it trivia
2: time now. It Keep real well warm,
0: dog. I mean, it's really, really going to be distracting. Can I they, talk about the
2: Atlanta for a second?
0: I mean, yeah. By right? the way, dude, the four and one. I, I talked about on the Sunday podcast. Yeah. It's amazing, right? I know
2: that like thirty got. Wake up, You cowards. You got, 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 you got votes this week, first time receiving votes. Uh, receiving Yay! votes, I have a uh, uh, in my office. I think I've I've taken a picture of the shows before. I have a. Uh, I got an Etsy oh, I see thing of oh, magnets. About Illinois. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We um, the uh, I have, in my office, I have a magnetic board uh, with all uh, FPS teams, and uh, and you can rank them all top twenty five. And we've been updated ever since. Ever since then, Illinois has never once since I've gotten that board in two thousand sixteen has ever <laughs> even got to be able to got, got votes before. Uh, Kansas, of course, ended the streak this week of longest. Without being ranked, Illinois now is the next, now has the longest streak. Win over Iowa this week, I think is a very real possibility. Maybe not, they might be a little, they're 36th right now. How much revisionist history are you having about that Indiana game? There's a lot of frustration about it, but like everyone's too happy right now. Okay. And also, one of the advantages of, I guess, one of the advantages of losing to Indiana. Uh, if you're going to lose to someone, is it's uh, it's not a team you're going to lose a tiebreaker to if you're going for the Big Ten West, yep. which is absolutely on the table right now for yeah. Illinois, yeah. absolutely on the table for Illinois right now. And because you lost to Indiana, but that means everybody else on in the West is playing someone that's not Indiana and is therefore better than Indiana and probably going to lose to them. So like it's, it's actually like it, true that hurts because if they would be Indiana they had a game up on everybody, but nevertheless, uh, it so is, I've
1: got a question before you, yeah. Tony. If Indiana runs the table.
2: Indiana or Illinois?
1: I'm sorry. If Illinois runs the table mm. and beats whoever they play in the Big Ten championship game, how good of a shot would they have for the uh, there college is. football playoff? There,
2: there's no, I don't see how they wouldn't be. They would have beaten <laughs> Ohio State. They would have won no, all, they no, went all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. They'd, I, 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 they'd be 11 and 1. Big Ten champion. I'm not going to be the Big team, but they are
0: absolutely four or five.
2: Yeah. 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 I don't see how they're not in. Who's going to get in above them? Uh, maybe if Oklahoma State goes undefeated someone in the Big 12 goes undefeated an undefeated Kansas gets in above them undefeated Oklahoma State gets ahead of them maybe but, but those two see. things can't happen yeah I'm not saying if someone is undefeated yeah. and then, or if the USC is undefeated but if like there's not a, undefeated Clemson like yeah undefeated Clemson I'm, I'm kind of ca- accounting for uh, yeah um, I'm accounting for three SEC teams and then who would be next I mean two, two SEC, SEC teams, teams Clemson and, and a Clemson and, yeah. and then oh, wow. you need an undefeated USC or an undefeated Pac-12 team I don't see it. Like, do they have
1: the chops to do that, though? No, absolutely no? not. Okay. But
2: um, but I love the idea yeah. uh, well, of it happening. I didn't even think about that because
0: I, I I Sunday I was like, oh, Illinois is going bowling. Um, they're, they're showing up there. Uh, I
1: saw someone year uh, six, maybe.
2: Uh, um, yeah. uh, what's his name? A Schleiber, sh- sh- uh, uh Mark Schley- Excuse me. Had um had them in the Music City Bowl. Yeah yeah or, Duke,
0: or Duke's Duke Mississippi ball yeah. so, and the Duke mayonnaise yeah. ball. uh so pinstripe
2: bowl would be fine by the way, too. I would enjoy
0: that oh that's a catty corner field um.
2: You know what? Maybe Illinois will hit the sixty-second home run. For what um, it's worth, for what it's worth, like <laughs> I think you can make it. Like, look at the rest of the Big Ten West, man. Yeah. Like th- it's open for. Oh us. no
0: no no! Oh, I st- when I said they're making a playoff, yeah. I didn't even think about them making the Big Ten championship game. But they totally can make the Big Ten championship uh, game at
2: seven and five. I think you can make an argument that like the favorites are them, Minnesota, Minnesota still? and then if Iowa beats Illinois this week, I think Iowa's Iowa was probably the favorite. Yeah. But. I mean, they are absolutely—they're abs- certainly playing better than anyone else in the Big Ten West is right now. It's like they freaking smoked Wisconsin. Like that game was never close. They're playing what? But they playing what Bert wanted to bring to Arkansas,
0: right? Yeah. Strong run game, great defense, just enough quarterback play. Not the uh,
2: Devito's been good. He's yeah. not been great. He's been he's fine. been fine. He's been fine, <laughs> exactly which is all that you need. So, I have to say, Illinois, like, yes, the Indiana game is frustrating, but there's so much goodness going on. I'm yep. not going to, I'm not, I'm not here to talk. In the words of the uh, f- third all-time home run hitter, I'm not here to talk about the pass. Huh. I think it's fourth, actually. All
1: right. Um, trivia. Trivia time. So, active FBS win streaks. Ooh. Okay. Who has the number one spot with 11 in a row? 11
2: in a row. Um, Coastal Carolina.
1: No, you've already mentioned them in the past five minutes, I think. Ohio State. No. No, that's the Michigan. Clemson? Yes, it's Clemson. Did you all mention them? I think. Yes,
0: I, I, I talked about Clemson getting in the playoffs. Okay. And,
1: and there's a tie for eighth. We have A, a G5, tie for eighth or a tie for second? A tie for, a tie with, for second with eight. Okay. Hmm. Sorry. Thank you, Tony. Um, a G5 school and a Pac-12 school.
0: Well, not Oregon. Southern Cal? No. Utah? No, they lost. No, they didn't.
1: no, not Washington either. UCLA, UCLA. Wow, good won for them, man! In a row, good and then, for them. Uh, coastal Carolina, a uh, coastal Myrtle okay. Beach University. Yeah, uh, it's Conway, sir. And then there's a team that's won seven games in a row in third place by themselves.
0: Well, it feels like the University of Georgia. It
1: is the University of Georgia, and then uh, with six in a row is Ohio State, and then tied for fifth. These are two teams you don't ever hear mentioned in the same sentence for something for success. Well, one of them, of course. What's the five? Illinois, yeah. Kansas? No, Kansas. Kansas and Alabama. Yeah. Oh, wow. Are oh, yeah. tied with did. five she wins did. in a row. Yeah, yeah that's wild. All yeah. right, so we've talked also about Weeks as the AP number one. Georgia is not the AP number one this week, so they will remain tied for 14th place I'm so mad. with... Army at 27 weeks. They are only two weeks being ranked number one behind number 13, and that's Michigan
2: State. Yep. It does 25. not look like they're in danger of being number one. <laughs> <the time>. so, <laughs> no, not for a while. Not, not I mean, play. Illinois is going to be favored against them. Michigan State's playing at Illinois. Illinois yeah, will they, be favored yeah. in that game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, here's something interesting to keep an eye on. Um,
2: Mel Tucker is going to be playing. Mel got that cash. Good for him, man. I, listen, I, I think he's too good of a coach for them to like, – people act like Michigan Oh, that's Michigan to get better. They'll get better. Yeah, people act like Michigan State's toast forever. I just think people got too excited.
1: All right, so think about it. There's two teams I want to compare here. you got Tennessee and Georgia. Tennessee this week plays at LSU. Then they have Bama at home. Then they have Tennessee Martin at home. Kentucky at home. And then they come to Georgia. Georgia has Auburn, Vandy at home, a bye week, Florida, and then Tennessee. All-time wins. Georgia is ranked 11th. With 858. Tennessee is ranked 10th with 860. Could there be a way where Georgia either ties or surpasses Tennessee when they play them? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think they surpass them. That would require Tennessee losing every game. In well, oh,
0: they, no, they'll tie them. I'm they could, sorry. They'll they
1: tie could lose to LSU yeah. or Bama. They'll yeah. lose to Bama. Or Kentucky. They could no, lose to
0: uh, Bama. loses all three. Bama's going to beat the runner. They
2: could lose to all three. I don't think they will, but they, they could. could lose to all three. Okay. Okay. Have you seen their defense lately?
0: No, neither of they. Mm. Um, yeah, they have the same number of guys playing defense as Kevin Maze's fingers.
1: So let's keep an eye on that. Let's keep an eye on uh, Tennessee and what they've done. <laughs> Remember, listeners, because I will, forget, says, yeah. I will forget. I will forget. Tennessee is two all time wins ahead of Georgia. Keep an eye on them. See if Georgia can somehow really make a special victory that. I'm going to guess that you're not going to hear on a lot of uh, places. Maybe maybe Seth would bring that up in the athletic, but you're not going to hear if it he anywhere stole it from but us. here. Yeah, he yeah he'll steal, steal it from it. us. You know how he Seth will. is. Yeah. All right, now uh, clown said, bell Curve." On to Auburn. Um, Georgia is 14 and three versus Auburn since the year 2006. The last 17 games.
0: Say that again.
1: 14 and three. Are you
0: serious? I mean, and that,
1: that's, that's easy for anybody under the age of 30 to be like, yeah, Auburn's been, been bad for a while. But for Tony and me... <laughs> God, Living I'm like, through the nineties—that
2: doesn't seem right. Also, Auburn has as many national championships in that time as Georgia does, and yeah. has more national has just as many national championship game appearances yes. as Georgia does. Yep. Yeah. They also have far more losing seasons. Yeah, that's true. So there's yeah, so this some- was always the Auburn. I, this before Georgia won, mm-hmm. this was always the idea, right? What would you rather have? Oh yeah, Georgia being really good all the time but never winning one, or Auburn winning one and then falling apart and then getting back later. Now you can have both. You can be Georgia and have both. Look at that. So, there's three other
1: schools that Georgia plays often enough to have this same record of 14 and three.
2: Okay. Ah, that's a, that's a good trivia question. That's a good trivia question. Okay, let's see. 14th, last 14, is it in the, since 2006 or just? It's just the last, yeah. if you added up matchups. the
1: last 17 matchups, Georgia's 14 and three versus these three okay. schools. Okay. I'm going
2: to say, I'll start first. I will go Tennessee. No. Damn. South Carolina? No. Okay, let me try again. Wow. Let me try again. Um, oh, God,
0: no, no, no. Oh, oh, sorry. I, said I think that. I was closer. Um, yeah, you were. Directionally, yes. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> directionally, definitely.
1: <laughs> How about. Like in the same state? It's not Vanderbilt. How it, about, is, it is Vanderbilt. It is yeah. Vanderbilt. I'll be there. Yeah. D- Kentucky? No. Missouri? No. Hold
0: on, 17, 11, 17 14 match-ups.
1: and 3 in the last 17 matchups.
0: Did we play enough we, times? Well, sure, yeah. Georgia Tech.
1: Georgia Tech, mm. Vanderbilt, and you're not going to get this one. Okay. UT Martin. No. Mississippi State.
0: Dude, that's not, that's we don't play them, no. We hadn't played them in 44 years. Yeah,
1: but there's the I last 17. Yeah, the last 17 matchups with Mississippi State, Georgia is. So basically, 14-3.
2: Auburn has had as much success against Georgia less as Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt and Georgia, and Georgia Tech. Tech. That is why.
1: 100%. That's
2: God, bad. it doesn't Ch- feel that Chase Kelly,
0: make a t shirt. <laughs> Seriously. Go to the 76.com, guys, WSLS free shipping. You know what? Hashtag cover wills nips.
2: It's <laughs> just cold.
1: All right. So this is thanks to, and I don't have my uh, Twitter feed pulled up. So I thank you to the person that brought this up. Um, I'll try to find it before the end of the show, but sec Scoregami. There was a, uh, a, a person on Twitter that was like, Scott, you haven't brought up Scoregami this year. So here's the thing. You, don't
2: don't don't talk don't don't encourage her.
1: <laughs> Look prob- what you've done. You're probably familiar with NFL scoregami. It's fascinating to to follow. Um, you know where, where it talks about a unique score that's never happened. I, I don't think there's been one this past week in an NFL. But there was one. This there was one. Yeah. Okay. So SEC Scorigami is the same way. It has to be two SEC schools playing each other, and the the ending score has to be one of the 825 unique scores in SEC history. So, my question to y'all is, there was one, two, three, four, five matchups last week, SEC versus SEC. There was one score Can you name, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list all the scores, and okay. can you tell me which I one is I'll the like, unique yeah, Thank score. you for the help. Okay. Because
0: I, I only remember one score combination. I
1: understand. All right, so Georgia beat Missouri, 26-22. Okay. No. LSU beat Auburn, 21-17. to No. <laughs> Mississippi State beat Texas A&M, 42-24. No. Alabama beat Arkansas 49-26, to mm-hmm. and Mississippi beat Kentucky 22-19. to
0: 22-19.
1: 42-26. One of y'all is correct. It is Mississippi beating Kentucky 22-19. to That mm-hmm. was the 825th unique score in SEC history. For what it's worth, Georgia-Missouri 26-22, you'd think that would be one. It was yeah. the fourth time that's happened. Um, boring bama arkansas was the second time that scores happened the first time it happened was auburn over bama in 1969 that's close huh so anyway go follow sec scoregami on twitter and you will have all of this same information moving on georgia has won during the last two weeks by a score of 39 to 22 versus Kent State and 26 to 22 mm-hmm. versus Missouri. When was the last time George's opponent had the same amount of points in back-to-back games? Uh, it's going to be a couple of shutouts.
2: Is it, is I would it, think
0: it, so, but I don't know. Is that
2: is that correct there's a couple of shutouts? Yeah? All right. Okay, 0-0. Zero, zero. I feel like this has been like in the it last zero. Yeah. I like this has been like the last couple of years, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you the games, but I feel like this is maybe two years ago, or was it last year?
1: Last year, Georgia
2: beat uh, Vanderbilt sixty-two to Kentucky,
1: and then they beat Arkansas thirty-seven. Arkansas. I mean 0-0. Arkansas, yeah. Back-to-back, yeah. back-to-back okay. games,
0: zero points. Yeah,
1: no points. Smart. For you. Was right So You're the big brain unleash the University of Kansas, or is it Kansas University? I guess University it's Kansas. Kansas. Okay, but although they, they say KU. KU. Well, they have to because UK has been taken. Yeah. Who got that first? Who got? To I don't know. Determine. I, mean, I think Kentucky was a state first.
2: True. That checks out.
1: Okay. All right. Kansas is ranked in the AP poll for the first time since uh
2: two thousand
1: seven. Close. Two thousand and eight. Closer. Two thousand nine. <laughs> October eighteenth, two thousand nine. That's yeah. pre podcast. We didn't even know each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. Back that's ago. before
2: that's before I moved to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I had met Alexa. I just not moved to Georgia yet. Well, I had not moved to Georgia either. So you met Alexa though, but that's a whole other story.
0: That, yeah, it's a whole different thing.
1: So this was um, this was revealed earlier in the podcast. If you had been listening, um, what team now takes the reins as having the longest Power Five AP poll drought?
2: I, L, L. I for just I for, and I now again. You know, I don't know if beating. We'll do this in the picks. I don't know if beating Illinois, beating Iowa, gets them in the top twenty-five. They're thirty-six now i got to think the general vibe that everybody hates Iowa right now. I think people think Iowa's worse than they actually are. Right, right. Um, are, probably doesn't get them in. After that, they play Minnesota. I think if they win both those games, they're in. But if they win both those games, they're going to the Big Ten Championship game. Yeah, I feel, I, feel like, I feel like they're on the path. Yeah. So at, at that point. Can you tell me the date the last time they were in the poll? I can't tell you the date, but I know what they were doing. They were It was Zook's last year. Okay. What year was that? I think it was oh, I think it was ten. It was 09 or ten. Close. It was the year they started six and zero, and then they lost six. Well, that would make sense because the last time they were they were in the poll was October sixteenth, twenty eleven. Yeah. it's Okay. So that was Duke's last, so last year. They started that was last year. They started six and zero, and they were, and it was. Amazing, and they hear that finally the Zook stuff is clicking, and it's all happening. And they literally lost their next six games. Oh. <laughs> and so so uh, close. And they did get, and they played in the craft Fight Hunger Bowl. Oh, against in San Francisco, New, in AT and T Park. Which or against, the sidelines are on the same side. Uh, yeah, and that was they played. They played UCLA, who had just fired their coach. And was that uh, So Zook got yeah.
1: fired after that.
2: He got fired before the before the bowl game.
1: That's amazing. He was probably on top of the world, six and zero. It shows you how fickle. Yeah. That it can be. Five weeks later, he was
0: unemployed. Wow. Selling insurance in Ocala.
1: So for those of you wanting to know, um, Rutgers would then have the next longest streak. Their last time ranked was in 2012. And then Oregon State, 2013. Vanderbilt, 2014. Georgia Tech, 2015. Arizona, 2017. South Carolina, 2018. Texas Tech, 2018. Duke, 2018 and Boston College 2018.
2: Duke is not that far right now yeah what's no, right?
1: yeah and the the two no, teams, Illinois, the, the two teams on that list that are, have the best chance of being ranked this year are Duke they're four and one and Illinois four is and four one. and one
2: four and four. I'm, i am tell you if Illinois wins the next two games they are they only they're yeah, ranked they're six they're, and one I mean they're they've got, remember after that they've got Nebraska Yeah. they've got Northwestern yeah. they've got Michigan that's gonna be bad And they got Michigan State Oh, like yeah. the, next, the next,
0: the next two, stuff two games. Yeah, they're starting than, seven and other two. Than in Michigan, other than Michigan, other they're seven yeah. and two in the conference.
2: See, that place. will be another reason if Illinois wins out that they will make the playoff because they will have beaten Michigan and Ohio State if that happens.
0: Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Okay, yeah. I can live with that.
2: Yeah, that's that, for the record. That is not going to happen. I'm just saying. When is the last time that it was October yeah. and we're like, wow? Illinois controls its own playoff destiny.
1: No, I'm happy for you. I, I hope that they, they, they can go the That's something away. that, that Illinois so and
2: fun. Georgia have in common right now. They both control their own playoff destiny. That's right. That's right.
1: Um, another, another bit of trivia. And, and I'm getting all of this information from Matt Brown's article in The Athletic.
2: Yeah. Oh, good. My old Sorry. sports analyst colleague, yeah. Matt Brown.
1: So, uh, number 19 Kansas plays number 17 TCU on Saturday. When was the last time Kansas beat an AP-ranked team? Texas was With, not. Pre, it's With pre. Tech- it's pre WSLS podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: 2009?
1: it has to be a Kansas State. I remember. Really. I just I happen to remember this because it involves a team that Georgia plays every year. Okay. So I'll go ahead and tell you. It was on September eleventh, twenty ten. They won twenty eight to twenty five versus number fifteen Georgia
0: Tech. Ha. Hmm. Huh.
1: Yeah. And uh, speaking of Georgia Tech, they had a they had an interesting win. They had yeah. Brent, Brent Key, the interim uh, coach, who played at Tech. Uh, somehow they went up to uh, th- this. Finished right after the Georgia game last week. They went up to Pittsburgh, ranked mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and beat them by a
2: couple of scores. I fell asleep. I got I got back to the hotel for the Cardinals game and watched. and and, and uh, fell asleep listening to this game on the on my TuneIn app. The Pittsburgh's announcers oh. were not in a good place yeah. when they lost this yeah, game. Like, to say the because Georgia know, Tech well is not, is on Georgia they, you cannot get the Georgia Tech feed on TuneIn for whatever reason. Hmm. Maybe they just don't have a broadcaster. Te- they don't <laughs> believe in technology. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I was listening to Pitt broadcasters. They were in a very dark place as they lost this game. It would yeah. be a very fair thing to say. Yeah, I would think so.
1: Um, it's it's funny because my my son had a had a baseball tournament on Sunday, and I was at the field and I. I don't usually do this on on Twitter but I but I overheard a conversation and I I basically you know documented it and regurgitated it on Twitter. And here's how it went. I said on on my my Twitter feed, tech fans are talking smack today. I overheard this at my son's baseball game. There was a kid wearing a Georgia Tech shirt, probably about I don't know 14 years old, and he was talking to an older woman, uh, a mom, uh who was not his mom. So, he said we beat a ranked team last night and y'all struggled to beat an unranked team. That was his comment. Oh, sorry. She <laughs> cackled. She sorry. cackled like a baseball mom would. You can hear that in your, in your head. And she then says, oh, bless your little heart.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> I just it.
1: thought that was just so funny to see this, this kid saying, we beat a ranked team and y'all struggled to beat an unranked team. So, Tech is uh is back on the on the on on point of, of talking uh talking smack. So I'm I'm here for that because that's one thing we talked about a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was in our preview. I kind of miss you know. It felt like Coach Collins was just so doa you know w- with that program. Nothing ever happened. He won nine games. Mark Rick won more games at Grant Field than Coach Collins. And, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he did, um, with coaching Georgia and, yeah. and Miami. but it's,
2: I mean, it's wild. I mean, and then they just go and win the next game. Yeah, they go and win the next game. <laughs> I guess a great right team on the road. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so this is, um, I don't know. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to self-censor. Um, all all right. right. So, fun office pools. Tony, how are you doing on fun office pools? I did
0: okay last week. I moved up
1: significantly. I'm in the 20s. Yeah, you and Will are both are tied at twenty five. Hey, right? awesome! Which is which is really really good because I I fell back. I'll, I'll admit it. You know, I, I, I add these. Basically, here is what I do. I'll go through the eleven selections that Tony does, and I'll, I'll I'll do it by conference. Like conferences, I don't care about. We talk about first, and then we end yeah. with the SEC. And I forgot to change my selection, so I had Washington beating UCLA as my 11th confidence pick last week. and That that was definitely wrong. That really hurt. So I'm ranked uh, 145. I'm barely, uh, what, like eight games above 500. Tony and Will are tied at 25 with 239 points apiece. The leader in the clubhouse, you're you're within striking distance, is still UGA fan, uh, 256 points, and then some say Bennett is still drunk with 254 the the leaders have not really changed that much they're continuing to be elite yeah. every week and and picking and so um I, wait, my hat's off to you it's
2: your pool right you can just like oh yeah i can definitely there.
0: default in yeah. in in, yeah. in we're not um, going to do it yet
1: but just
2: know that just know they our, can come our pocket it can happen all
1: right so let's do this since since a couple of weeks ago we found the search feature throw out a name that you want to know where they rank let's like see
2: a, how's, how's tim kelly doing
1: what, what's his... Uh,
2: I, I have a sincere question. You, you really
0: didn't know that control or whatever <laughs> F was how you found stuff. In. I don't know
1: what Tim Kelly's handle is.
0: Well, he told us a couple weeks ago. Kelly.
1: I don't know. Tim. I don't know. I think he goes by an, a, a a more.
2: But you told us his score a couple weeks ago, so you must have known it at some point. Yeah,
1: maybe he dropped out because I'm typing Tim Kelly and it's not there. Give me another name.
2: <laughs> UGA Ball, Carey. UGA
1: Carey. That's a better one. UGA. But uh, I've
2: only said Tim Kelly because you told me his number. Like I know,
1: I know. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> his, how do you know it what's sounds? his Twitter handle? It's probably the same one. It's uh, T
2: Kelly thirty mm. something. T.K. Athens, that's, where that's it what it is.
1: Oh, he's one hundred sixtieth. I'm beating him. U- yeah. U.G.A. Tim. U.G.A. Tim? No, 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 no. He oh. says, no, oh, "Okay, no, no. sorry. Okay, so U.G.A. Carey is one hundred twelfth. Okay, let's, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: let's do." And Kathleen Waller, <laughs> Which is and my... Kathleen
2: Waller is oh, eighty third. How, how's Robert? And then how's the rest of his family? Doing? Yeah, Robert, the people we actually yeah, we, care we need about. To, we need to know about Amber. We right. actually the people we actually like and care about.
1: Dog fan 1980 is ranked 28th. He Ooh. is. He's going to be talking smack at the tailgate on yeah. Saturday. No, because he's getting a double whammy. He's getting an accolade for, for having so, his picks are so good and he's getting his name mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So this you, is can, all the you can turn off the podcast now, Robert. Yes. Shout out to
2: the rest of the crew.
0: Okay, we're doing picks. Now. Yeah, yeah, we'll do picks. <laughs> I, just,
2: I thought we were just like, no, like in honor of him. We yeah, were I thought well, still,
0: I thought you're still practicing. Yeah. Uh, control F. I didn't know.
1: Yeah, no, it's not control. No, it's built into the actual like website. I'm not hitting Control F. Okay, Tony. All right.
3: That's correct. Let's you, start. You have
1: addressed them correctly. Let's start with uh, the conference I care least about. Since I since I told you pack that's 12. how I. packed twelve. I knew that. Um, so on Saturday evening at seven thirty p.m. we have Washington State at Southern California. Southern Cal is favored by eleven and a half. Um, Southern Cal leads the series sixty-one to ten and four ties. And since the year two thousand. The Trojans are twelve and four versus Wazoo.
0: About to be twelve and five. Pick, give me Wazoo. Oh, give me Southern Cal.
1: Wow, I've got Southern Cal. I love for, it. For bonus, can you tell me how many miles apart that Pullman and Los Angeles are? Three and a half. No. I'm
0: gonna say four, just so, so I can win. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly, surprises um, Yeah, um, I'm going to make a guess here for what it's say, worth.
1: Pullman is in southern, southeastern. Washington. Washington,
0: southwestern, no, southeastern. You're right. It's not right. close to Canada, like. No. Um, I'm going to say it is 857.
1: It's a uh, 1,113 miles. Yeah. As and the you, crow flies. As the crow flies. Yeah, and the weird thing is, you got you got to drive anything. through, you got to drive through Idaho and then back into Oregon and then through Nevada. Yeah, yeah it's it's you can't. Get there.
0: There's no road that goes straight to there. Yeah. Hmm. It's pro yeah, class is probably 850, but
1: okay. Yeah, all right, that works for me. All right, then you've got uh, I've got Southern Cal as well. You've got Utah at UCLA. Utah's so both, come, with the,
0: he's come with them so bad.
1: Both California, Southern California schools have home games
2: and are undefeated,
1: and they're both undefeated. Yeah. Uh, this is the 20th meeting all time versus Utah and the Bruins, and Utah's won the last five.
2: Utah's gonna make it six. It's, good. it's been a nice little thing for UCLA to keep going, but I will also pick
1: time. Man, I am riversiding y'all both with UCLA. All right, then we've got uh, BYU at Notre Dame. This is the seventh all-time meeting. <laughs> the up. Vegas game, right? Yes, it's the first time they've played in nine years. This game is being played in Las Vegas, and in two weeks... Lots of sinning going yeah. on for a well, couple it's gonna, of... Uh... Well, it's going to be sinning, but nobody's going to talk about it. Right.
2: Isn't that how it goes? No, they don't
0: sin. Only the Catholics are sinning, but that's fine. (laughs) They'll talk to the priest on Sunday. I actually
2: do believe that Mitt Romney has never sinned. I think it's very possible that Mitt Romney has never (laughs) sinned. (laughs) I actually think it's on the table. He's probably, probably, but I'm just saying. I mean, he probably, he probably, like, lust in his heart one time. Yeah, yeah. They pulled the Jimmy Carter, but generally speaking, actionables. I'm just betting his sin count. Yeah, he's real low. I absolutely believe that his sin count is very low. The,
1: the interesting thing to me is that Notre Dame plays UNLV in two weeks, but at home. You'd think they could just go ahead and get a back-to-back and stay yeah, out west like no. the Falcons did yeah. when they played the Rams. Stay in the and, same stadium. Yeah,
2: Seahawks. Uh, I'm taking Notre Dame. BYU. I got BYU as well.
1: All right, now we've got the game of the week, the game of the century of the, month. Of the Big 12. TCU at Kansas. Last year, last year, this game was broadcast on ESPN Plus, which basically means like you got to pay per view yeah. it. And yeah. now it's the ESPN Game Day is hosting it. It is on FS1, so they probably set that a little early, saying like this is not going to matter.
0: Yeah, they just said last week.
1: Okay, they, well, they, it's,
0: they do Game Day every every Sunday.
1: So. FS1. Yeah. FS1. No, he means
2: he means picking the FS1. Yeah. Oh, the fact I see.
1: it's not on Fox or right, Big Noon right, right, Kickoff or right. something like that. But TCU is twenty-five nine and four. Versus Kansas and TCU is nine and one in the last ten matchups.
2: I loved. Uh, speaking of solid verbal, I quoted him earlier. Dan Murphy had this very funny line saying, "We are in a world where Kansas is winning its clunkers." Yeah, because they did not play well last week. He said, "Usually, when Kansas has a clunker, they lose fifty-nine to three. So when they're them winning their clunkers, they probably should have lost. Yeah, they won fourteen to eleven. Week. They should, probably should have lost that last week. I love the story as much as everybody else says. They better win this game because mm-hmm. after this, the schedule starts getting super tough. You saying maybe what happened to Ron Zook could happen to them? I wouldn't go no. that far, but I think that, like, I think they end up with eight. If they end up with eight wins, they should be elated. I yeah. think getting five and zero is getting everyone's like super super excited. I feel like if they want eight wins, though, they need to win this game. Uh, I'm actually going to pick TCU. they going to be the party pooper on this one.
1: I've got TCU as well because I saw this when Georgia, back in the, in the 90s, the Donnan era, mm-hmm. and we would get game day for, like, Tennessee, or it seemed like it was always Tennessee, um, and we'd be all hyped and everything, and we'd go and just, you know, lay an
0: egg. This game's in Lawrence
2: or it in? Is? in yeah, Lawrence. It's, it's in day. Lawrence. Game day, first time ever. in. Uh, oh, let's take yeah. a 10-month list. Give me Kansas. Yeah. Okay. Because Illinois is the. Also, this is another yep. thing that Kansas is now getting two things in two weeks that Kansas game that Illinois has ever had. Yeah. But there's hope for us now. They also have Dorothy. It does not count if uh, if they go to the. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and her little dog too. <laughs> um, and it, it's it, for the record, it does not count when Illinois plays in the Big Ten championship game. That uh, if they if they were to do game two yeah. there, they had yeah. to go
0: to champagne for it to count. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. that Illinois did. Uh, they did a game day at Ohio State a few years ago when Illinois played at Ohio State and lost by like 50. Mm. <laughs> it was the first time they did all the picks. So, at the end.
1: so you're saying that they've never been to Champagne?
2: Correct. Okay. They did all the picks at the end of that. I think they all just were just laughing throughout the, the picks at the end of the Illinois Ohio So State.
1: for the five people that are really inter- interested in this question I'm about to ask, mm. where would game day set up in Champagne?
2: Oh, it would be on uh, they have Grange, the new Grange, hey, Grange Grove. Grove yeah. They'd be Grange Grove. Yeah. There's a big statue of Red Grange. Again, I repeat this all the time, when when they did the best ten college football players in history, Georgia had one, Herschel Walker. Illinois had two, Dick Butkus and Dick Butkus. Red Grange.
1: I used to like him on what
2: was it? Uh, what show was my, he two on? My, my two dads Webster? My two dads. No, it's my he came dads. back. He came thought, back for the Virginia game this year. What? It was my two the, dads.
1: I thought it was a team. No, it was my no, two
2: dads. He lived next door to. No, he was on dads. Mr. Belvedere. No, he was on my two dads. Oh. I'm telling you, he's on my two dads. It's Ted Buckus. When your most famous football player of all time is randomly on an '80s sitcom, you know which one it is. It's you're, My Two Dads. You're probably right with Greg Edvigan and Paul Reiser. It was Bob Uecker on Mr. Goldberg. That's correct. He was great. Do you think it's up
0: in Grange Grove where they set up there on that? Uh, oh, they'll yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, they absolutely, absolutely do great they would. You're, right, absolutely you're, right. Right. you're right. right. I was thinking Grange, Grange Grove of is really fun. Line. It's a really, really good. Yeah. It's a really good, good spot. That's Grange Grove, where Grange Grove is now, is where. I there are two when I worked at Illinois two things happened there. Uh, one I I was tailgating there for the O seven Georgia Florida game that uh, Georgia came mm-hmm. out and smoked them. Uh, was that 07? I guess it was was O seven. Scott, we smoked them.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's where they danced on the field. Yes,
0: yes. I, I was watching that game. There were our friend Dave, and mm-hmm. then that is also where I watch Elaine Kiffin, Tennessee, Tennessee uh, tunnel screen Georgia to death. <laughs> um, yeah, it was from in Grange Grove. They have, uh, of
2: course, it wasn't Grange Grove then. It no, was it's just, just a big parking lot. a parking lot. But now it's a big, it's yeah. big Grange Grove. It's a very cool thing. Grange Grove. I like that. All right. Because Memorial uh, Stadium has a Dick Bucket statue on the East End uh, and a Fred Grange Bastard on the West End. I may have that backwards. But on the opposite side of the stadium, they have two of the most famous football players yeah. of all time. Um, when the election is over, I do hope they get the Herschel Walker statue back. I still feel like there should be a statue of Herschel Walker outside the Sanford Stadium, I have to tell you. Yeah.
1: Got to, they used to be outside Creature Comforts, but well, cool.
2: didn't he like? Didn't, didn't like drive it around for a while? Like, it the, like artist, a pul- yeah.
1: the artist, the uh, artist who has yeah. a studio right there on Pulaski, across yeah. from Pulaski Heights Barbecue, yeah. did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, feels
2: like I mean, like again, current situation aside, yeah. And a should, Dominique
1: statue yeah. in front of
2: Stegger. There should be a set, or should, should statue. there be a Dominique? Yes, statue. Yeah, yeah,
1: I thought so too. One hundred percent.
2: There, there should not be and a Do- Jones. There should not be a Dominique statue until there's a Herschel statue. There should be a Herschel statue first. You know who my favorite, there should be a my
1: favorite uh, Georgia basketball player when I was in school here was Derek Dukes because he would literally shoot threes from half court and didn't care. And he was not as good as Steph Curry at shooting threes, not quite. <laughs> but to me it that seemed is like he unassame, was her. Yeah, yeah. it seemed like he oh, was yeah, yeah. because Bill was like that for me when I was a kid. Yeah. I'm like he yeah, I never misses. Yeah, never misses. I'm sure he was probably like 30%. <laughs> yeah. But it, to me it seemed like he was 65%. Okay, moving along. Two basketball schools, speaking of basketball, Duke at Georgia Tech. Is Georgia Tech a basketball school? No, Not really. No, okay. So a basketball school They were once
2: a basketball school.
1: A basketball school visits a baseball school. Georgia Tech's pretty good at baseball. Sure. Okay. Um, George Tech is three and five in the last eight meetings versus Duke. The capacity at Bobby Dodd Stadium is fifty five thousand. Tony, Will, how many do you think? How many people do you think will actually be there?
2: What time is the game?
1: Uh let's see. Uh, four o'clock, and it should be a nice day. Yeah, nothing else going on. I'm guessing
2: thirty four.
0: Yeah, I was going. Th- I was thinking thirty five. So yeah,
1: yeah. Um, the get in price according to StubHub is.
2: $25 or less. Well,
0: I'll be a little higher then.
2: Yeah. Uh, Duke, Bob Bunch. I will take Duke as well. Good I for guess. Georgia Tech, though. This guy's to have those little more. Yeah, they got their win. I'm still, I know you guys, I don't, I don't know if I feel this way, but like, I feel like Georgia Tech, things are better if Georgia Tech is not an embarrassment.
0: It's more interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we don't if, get noon kickoffs. If nothing so. else, we're have noon kickoffs on right. right. Thanksgiving. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Okay, uh, moving along. You got Florida State university at north carolina state university two very disappointing losses last mm-hmm. week by these two teams um i wrote down paper tigers just because i was trying to i don't know Did the be yeah. and the, the i know i know backpack. but i don't know i wrote that when i was jotting down my notes guess, uh, like it's like a notation so that has nothing to do with the, the mascots or anything north carolina state has won the last two matchups
2: I feel like Florida State was more disappointing. I thought North Carolina State played pretty well. They yeah. just lost. I'll take North Carolina State. Yeah, Carolina I was actually State. came more impressed with Clemson from that game than I was actually. Yeah,
1: down no, North I think Carolina you're State. right. I've got uh, I've got the Wolf Pack as well. Moving on to
2: the SEC, you've got South Carolina. So no Big Ten games this week. Uh yeah, they were
0: all okay. the matches. Okay. Thank you
2: for not picking Iowa Illinois because I hate having to pick that game.
0: Did I have that? I had Iowa Illinois
1: in there though, right? I skipped that
0: oh, because we it.
2: started talking about Red Grange and I thought we'd there
0: were, already there finished. Were no, there were no games. That yeah. was the only game that was Thanks. like... Even good catch
2: we because play. we would have I don't you. like it when you pick an Illinois on there because I get all more okay. laundry.
1: All right. It. Moving right along to Iowa at Illinois. So I, I wrote down, there's no chance that Illinois hosts game day this season because with Minnesota, Michigan State, and Purdue remaining home games, there's no way the opponent would be good enough even if right. Illinois...
2: Minnesota Minnesota was going to be undefeated going into that game, but they lost.
1: Right. Um, Illinois leads the series versus Iowa thirty-eight to thirty-seven to two, and since two thousand, Iowa is thirteen and two versus Illinois, winning the last eight matchups.
2: This used to have a tomahawk trophy, but they no longer do the tomahawk trophy. Um, Illinois is favored in this game by like three and a half, which is three and a half. Yeah, oof. Uh, uh, seeing Illinois favored over Iowa <laughs> is weird. I wonder uh, what the over under uh, is in Saturday. So. Like, listen, the argument for Illinois is they, unlike Iowa, at least have some semblance of, a de- of an offense. Like, Chase Brown's top two, three yep. in rushing in the country. He was number one last year. Yeah, week. so he ran for 100 and some odd yards. Iowa has nothing like that. And Illinois has a quarterback that has at least thrown the ball farther than 20 years downfield. <sighs> Do it. The, it's just like it's. It's honestly the same reason I'm, I want to pick Iowa. Was the same reason I wanted to pick Wisconsin last week. Which is, is Illinois really going to just like beat Wisconsin? Is Illinois just going to beat Iowa? Uh-huh. Um, it would be. A, this is a night game, by the way. This is seven thirty, six thirty local start. So the Grange Grove will be, uh, if not hopping, at least there'll be some people stumbling and pretty drunk into this game. I don't know if you guys saw the interview after what BM did after they beat Wisconsin. They mm-hmm. they came up a sideline. Like, and of course, you know, he coached at Wisconsin. He comes in and lays waste and they fired their coach afterward. It was obviously a big win to win at Wisconsin. The first thing he says, "What is does he this win today? Before we get into that, we need to get our fans out there on, oh, on Saturday like night that. to get in Iowa. You get your tickets at fightingalign.com. It was literally the first no, thing good. that he said. I mean, if you didn't talk about Wisconsin at all, which I thought was kind of both... Cool and also a little desperate, um, but I'm I'm gonna pick Illinois. I actually think they might be good. I think I'm gonna do the same win. thing. Yeah.
0: Well, I, you're asking me to choose between a coach and Bert that texts in all caps, <laughs> and a coach in Ferrens who uh, still has a phone book by his kitchen phone. Yeah. It's the only phone in the house. Actually
2: finds capital letters obscene. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: so when you get texts from Bert, he it's all caps? Yeah, no, when, when Bert yeah, when, you know, Brett and I exchange texts much about
1: strategy. Run, you know, it wouldn't surprise ball, me at all run run if you ball, knew him. Run the ball. If you, if you low-key really did know him, that would not have surprised me at all.
0: Dude met his wife at a craps table. It's altogether possible <laughs> I know him. Uh, yeah, give me Illinois. I trust Illinois football.
2: Yeah. I, don't, I don't. They can't be trusted, but they, I mean, they... They they look legitimately good. Like by the way, I, I think the over
0: under on that game is uh, like thirty five.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the problem with that game is I think Iowa is better than people think they are. They're just a, they're just oh, a joke. Oh, Iowa's defense is really yeah. good, and their offense is yeah.
0: really coached by Kurt Fram's society.
2: I know, but it's just like because they're such a joke that if Illinois loses, it's the loss is going to look worse than I would argue the loss actually is. But uh, whatever, I'm taking Illinois. I'm never. I'm going to regret it. No, you'll be
1: fine. All right, moving along. South Carolina, at Kentucky. The Wildcats have won seven out of eight in this series, and it's a night game in Lexington. Unfortunately, Kentucky lost last week, and so you've got to fight that, hey, we were in the top ten for the second year in a row, and we lost. Once we got Mm. in the top top ten, what's going to happen? I think Kentucky is going to win and cover the ten and a half. I agree. Yeah.
0: Sign me all the way up.
1: Then we got our, our friends Missouri heading down to Florida. Yeah, something interesting. Tell me, and you're going to know the answer. By the way, I asked this: Who do you think leads this series? Oh, Missouri! Missouri is leading this series six to
2: five. <laughs> that's incredible.
0: Remember, Missouri went down there on homecoming, got like yeah, 174 man. yards offensive, won by 30 points. <laughs> so this is the thing Missouri that's
3: did. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. Um. I think they win again. Really? Give me Missouri. I got Florida. I'm taking Florida, but it would be kind of cool if Missouri turned out to be a little better than we thought.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I
2: mean, listen, if they pull out that Auburn game, suddenly the season starts looking a lot different for them. Yeah. Save the professor's job. The whole thing. Yeah. But I'm taking Florida.
1: All right. Then you've got a a very unique matchup. You have the Vols heading down to the Cajun country, uh, birthplace of Brian Kelly. Um, and LSU. This, oh, shrimp boat. Th- yeah. Brian Kelly. <laughs> Brian Kelly. I mean, I feel like we need something. Why is he out with
0: Lieutenant Dan? Out, out with the Crawdaddies. Out with Lieutenant Dan.
1: <laughs> what do you think his pregame speech is?
0: Huh? Boys. I say boys. Um, well, you know, he's volunteers. Yeah, we have all well, family.
1: Family.
0: Family.
1: This is the 12th meeting in 30 years versus really? Tennessee and LSU. LSU is seven and two versus Tennessee since the year two thousand. And this is the first Baton Rouge visit by Tennessee since the year two thousand ten. I said that completely wrong because nobody says two thousand ten. The year twenty ten, Tony, do you remember what happened in that game when Tennessee lost sixteen to fourteen to LSU in twenty ten?
0: Yeah, wasn't there like seven downs or some like double fumble thing or it was fake field goal, something other.
1: LSU ran the final play, and Tennessee had thirteen players on the field. Oh, Derek Dooley! Derek was Dooley the coach. They started celebrating, and then the refs got together and gave him another down. LSU wins. Derek Dooley yeets the headset, <laughs> and that was pretty much the downfall of, of Derek Dooley. But yeah, this first first visit to Baton Rouge since twenty ten.
0: Miss Barber, that was Scott, not Tony. Okay, <laughs> who do you got? Oh. Wait, is this the night game?
1: No, it's a noon kickoff. Oh,
2: Tennessee. Yeah, I got Tennessee as well. I'm taking Tennessee as well. The noon actually does make a difference.
1: That does. Yes. Yeah. And so if it was
0: 730.
3: Oh, LSU by a bunch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. And the final uh, game on the Pick'em Contest is Arkansas at Mississippi State. Sam has won two in a row versus Mississippi State. So Sam versus Mike Leach. Sam's got him 2-0. Oh. I think
0: Arky wins. All right, they... Arkansas has lost two games. They had one game they probably should have lost. So they 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 fought gamely against Alabama. One game they shouldn't have lost in Texas A I I think and get back on the winning track.
1: I'm going to take Arkansas as well. I'm going to take Mississippi State with mid confidence points because I'm going to move these right after we finish right. talking. Well, I won't, but I'll you, you, I'll.
2: you will. You are saying currently right now that you will.
1: Yeah, but I won't. There's no way. Uh, so yeah, I got Mississippi State and then. Um, Heading into Georgia Auburn, what's the spread on that? Do you know? We don't have. This is not twenty eight. Maybe on. I don't know. It's don't a bunch. Know? It's a bunch.
0: Right. It's still open to twenty eight? Maybe it's thirty now.
1: Okay, so you know, it's been two weeks. This is. The, I by the way, I do like the way the schedule set up because we've had we had two September games. We've got two October home games, and we'll have two November home games. It's a nice um, spread versus when you have four back to back to back to back. Hello, next next September. Yeah. Um, but you know, perfect kickoff. I've talked to a lot of people. They're super excited about oh, the, the tailgate, the weather. Um, my wife is going, she's excited about it. My daughter's not going, she's excited about it. <laughs> um, you know, I think that it's a get right game. I mean, I'm, there's a really good chance that I could be in the 600 level taking photos by the fourth quarter. It could be that out of hand. Oh, I so. Um, I, I'd like to see it back to what we saw. Um, the the first time we were in Sanford this year where Brock Bowers was doing Brock Bowers things Um, I think it just got a little bit tilted last week when Missouri decided to to literally run uh, cover one the entire game and blitz every other play or every play it seemed like and it just threw them off and they were going to continue to do that until Georgia proved that, that they could stop them or mitigate it so um auburn's a disaster i don't think that that's changed they've got a lot a lot of upheaval it's been upheaval ever since brian harson showed up there they don't want him there he probably doesn't want to be there there's probably a lot of players entertaining entering the transfer portal over there um a lot more players yeah somehow tank bigsby is still there he's been there for as long as hunter renfro was at clemson or probably longer um, I think I mean, he
3: recruited some Bennett. Yeah,
1: I think uh, we might have a Scorigami game, uh, an SEC Scorigami. Mm. Keep your eye on that. Georgia wins the game, thirty-eight to eleven.
0: Is that a game? I don't
1: know, but it sounds like one. It sounds it probably, probably is thirty-nine to. Oh, that like definitely good, yeah. would be.
2: Um, I, I think we're going to fall somewhere in the middle of. All right, all is right. They've wiped the floor with them. They've stepped up and done to South Carolina. And a, oh my gosh, something's seriously (laughs) wrong. I think they're somewhere in the middle of that. I think we're not going to get the definitive answer that we want, but it's not going to be Missouri. Uh, I'm going to, I think that the uh, defense looks a little better and the offense looks a little better, but that a little better on each puts it, I'll say Georgia 31 Auburn, 16.
0: Well, the hard part about picking last is y'all take all the good scores. Um, I uh, I think I agree with – I'm a little closer to Will in that this game is – I think this game is going to feel a lot less in doubt than the Missouri game did, whether it is a, uh, a Georgia jumps out and just kind of crockpots them, or whether it, the game is a, a touch back and forth where we trade – and you'll understand why I say this uh in a second when I say the score. Field goals for touchdowns. Um, you know, this is this is the part of the schedule where you gotta figure, you gotta figure it out, right? Um you know, we get Bowler back, um, we will not have Carter, and that is disappointing because you know, we do have to figure out how to stop Tank Bixby. But the fact that Auburn has uh, the second or third string quarterback, however you want to count it, in gives me some some calls for relief um let's say uh i not say comfortable 36 to 15 game but a 36 to 15
2: a game where we are going to feel pretty decent about how we played yeah you can see that and then uh and then this vanderbilt and then we got an off week what are we going to yeah, do in the on
0: vacation week? i'm not just not do anything yeah watch football
2: I'll just come over you guys talk to you about yeah, like, well, gardening. I mean, I or I'm going to fly somewhere to watch a football game. Yeah, Gardening or football. Or, yeah.
1: I mean, you don't do much gardening in the, in the fall. You, you could, we could go to a pumpkin patch. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Three yeah, of us. I'm,
2: I'm trying to get the kids to come with me to that Winterville uh, haunted house. The zombie farm. Zombie farm? Yeah.
1: My kids have been,
0: and they uh, one of them really liked it, and one of them was like, I left.
2: Like it was boring well, or left that they were scared?
0: They're, 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 I'm not going to say which kid it is because I want to I know, but I'm saying were they bored or they were, were they scared? scared. Okay. They are. scared. They don't deal. The, one of my kids does not deal well with things like that.
2: So we also, uh, it's also worth keeping in mind that, um, depending on what happens in baseball tonight and what happens with the Cardinals series over the weekend, it's very possible that a week from tonight, uh, our normal tape night, will be game one of an, LDA, an LDS between the Atlanta Braves and the St. Louis Cardinals. Altogether possible. Wow.
1: So, well, what just happened, dear listeners, uh, is that A.J. Miner came in with bases loaded and
2: uh,
0: got, got him out of a jam. On, it, was, it was, yeah, it was, oh,
2: got close, so. so ooh, but you know that. Yes. Uh, you do all know that, but, uh, um, so, anyway, okay, well, uh, have a great week, everyone, and uh, enjoy the game out there, be out there. Uh, stay tuned, uh, by the way, because we are still discussing our... Post Georgia yeah. Tech business, yeah. I like to th- absolutely
0: going to gonna be a get together. after I like the game, to float that, so. so
2: keep that in mind for people that come to Georgia Tech this year.
1: Um, Squarespace comment question before we go, let's make it quick. Um, this guy, robot model B nine, um, said subject is Auburn Jesus. Okay. It says explain Auburn Jesus. This is not compute. Does, does that oh, make, yeah. mean anything to you? So yeah, I don't know. So what Auburn. That
0: is. Uh, the the shortest quick answer is Auburn Jesus is that Auburn when they are absolutely up against the wall tends to pull things out uh, C1 Malzahn Gus uh, was about to get fired in, in 2016 mm-hmm. and beat LSU literally they were in the box and then oh, okay. beat LSU I'm sorry 2000 that was 2018 and the year before they were going to fire him and then he pulled off wins against Auburn and uh, Alabama and Georgia to save his job and got an extension which led to him uh almost getting fired the next year and then absolutely getting fired after that so okay auburn jesus when not gonna
2: happen with harson
0: when auburn looks the worst like crazy stuff happens for them
2: okay crazy good i, I mean know, for what it's worth even if know, auburn wins this week i still think harson's getting fired yeah, <laughs> ha-
0: yeah harson is getting fired his yeah. benefactor got fi- his benefactor the ad got fired uh, whatever you want to say about them, all of the money people, whether it's a yellow fella or um, um, gosh, who's the other guy? The the one that flew up to Louder? Louisville, Bobby, Bobby Louder is a yellow fella. I can't think of his name. Anyway, they flew up to Louisville to try to hire Bobby Petrino on mm-hmm. um, Tim Cook, who is the Apple CEO. Oh. They all, um, they all are not rowing the right same direction. They all want to go and swing something of theirs around, mm-hmm. uh, and none of them like Reverend Brian Harson.
1: Do you think that Dion is a potential there, or is? I, I think he makes
2: more sense there than,
1: than Georgia, Georgia Tech.
2: Day. Really, the other yeah, other yeah. But can you imagine down? those
1: ad-like commercials with Dion and Nick Saban? Yeah, why would
0: why would Dion go there? I think I think Dion can get a better job than Auburn. And and, <sighs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. the reason I say that is that it's not Auburn's a bad job. It's that you need a coach that can go in or have an AD that can go in and be a gangster. A gangster is what Danny White's doing in Tennessee, what Josh Brooks is doing in Georgia. Like, send me the money. Stay out of the way. Yeah, We'll go to national championship games. You'll get to go and shake hands with a national championship winning coach. You'll get to hand the national championship winning quarterback a ball of pappy. <sighs> that is what we're ha- was happening right here. Not quite sure Dion can do that. It just Auburn. feels,
2: however, like it feels like a let's do it and be legends. Oh, it feels sort like it's yeah. a, no, 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 no. You're like, right. You're right. And, yeah. and look,
0: look. I'm not saying Auburn doesn't do it because Auburn's just crazy enough. Yeah. But I'm saying if I'm Dion. Yeah. I don't I don't know that's where I want to go because yeah. if I'm Dion, I am thinking like, where can I make a legacy? Where can I make it happen? And mm. Auburn does not feel like that place. Georgia Tech definitely doesn't feel like that
2: place. Maybe he waits till Lane goes somewhere else and goes to Mississippi. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Why not?
2: That'd be fun. Yeah. Last question and keep
1: it keep the answer short. Uh, this is from Dr. Smith. Uh, subject September coach firings. Many interpret early season coach firings this year. As a consequent of the early signing period, what is more likely in the coming seasons? Early season firings like this year, or some type of course correction?
2: See, I don't think it's because of the early signing period. I think it's because there's just so much money. Yep, money. that they that, that they're just like why be, why? I mean, we've got enough money to do mm-hmm. the buyout. I'm for crying out loud, how much did Nebraska cost itself by not waiting a month? Uh, like seven the, million. There's just so much money. And how much
1: did Paul Chris get? Like eleven
0: yeah. million. They fired a uh they fired a madison native mm. who has spent who played like there 27 the, of his 53 years in madison between playing and coaching they paid him 11 million dollars away it's
2: mm. it's all that fox it's all that fox and cbs yeah. money they're going to get in 3 years yeah yeah i think i think that's it and until that changes i to me that 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 makes that makes on one hand the coaching job more stressful on the other hand it's like, like yeah i'll take the 11 million dollars it will be sure. fine
0: <laughs> i i also think the um I also think the 12 team playoff changes the math there, because it's going to be a lot harder to co- play, play, call fire playoff coaches, where you're going to have 300 uh, percent more playoff coaches every year now.
2: Or, or yeah, but you also it's also possible to get fired if you finish 13th, even though your team's awesome. Even though you've had a like, good program, yeah. Yeah. Like now, like it's, college basketball coaches talk about this all the time. Yeah. the idea that like I've had a really good program for like 10 years. I missed the tournament one year, and I'm mm. gone. Yeah, mm. So right. I think there's part of that. I think I something see. to that, too. There will be a certain expectation. Because now, if you don't make the playoffs, sorry. Mm-hmm. I know if you don't make the playoffs, you're like, yeah, there's only 14, teams. It's really hard. Everybody at the elite program thinks they're one of the top 12 teams in the country. And if they don't make that, they'll feel like they're not meeting where they should be. So. It's safe to say Nebraska's not one. Illinois would have a chance to playoff this year, baby. Keep our fingers crossed. All right. Uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next week, probably on Tuesday. We'll see what happens. Otherwise, go dogs. Go dogs.
1: And thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at WSLS Podcasts and follow 76 Apparel on Twitter at 76 Apparel. We'll be back on Sunday with our post-game show. Well, I won't be, but Will and Tony will be back on Sunday. You wouldn't even know this one. With the post-game show, uh, giving their feelings about the Auburn game. It'll be a feelings episode. That's what it'll be. Um, we'll see you on campus this Saturday. It's going to be an awesome tailgate. And uh, as always, go dogs!
0: All right, Will, put your shirt on. Sorry.